Hey guys! Uh, it is 9.01 a.m. Tuesday, January 18th here in Los Angeles, California, United States. 2022, the year of our Lord, Anno Domini. Gonna have a fun show, I think, for you guys. We will talk about a little bit more about the Texas synagogue thing. I'm gonna tell you what the far-left female-run outlet, The Skim, said about it. And the FBI seems, I don't know exactly the story with what the FBI said or did. They seem to say, no, it wasn't specifically a target against the Jews. And then under pressure, they're like, oh, yes, it was. (laughs) What a mess. And uh, there's an attack on Americans, though. It's not not just the Jews who are under attack. It is the Americans also under attack. And oh, my gosh. Some cringy material to show to you today. And, of course, I will be talking, as I said on the Jason Lee Peterson show, on whose network I stream, that I will be talking about China and really the attack on the unvaccinated, the free, the few, the proud. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh. doing I am fine sorry I was looking down at this am I streaming on Odyssey right now let me just double check here boom yes indeed how are you guys doing shout out is the Facebook crew here already yes indeed what's up Robbie nice to see you morning Hake and the Facebook crew morning to you too that's cool I'm gonna be reading your super chats and I will get to your calls you can call in 888-775- 3773. If you wonder where I'm looking, I'm looking up at the monitor so I know where I'm pointing. <laughs> because I can't really see the number. Believe it or not, I can't see the number here. Even though it looks like I'm looking right at it. <laughs> what a mess. Uh, the, for the podcast listeners, we put the number on the lower left corner of the screen, of the, my right, your left, of the screen, if you ever look at the screen on the video feed. And I have some video to play for you guys. Um, and I'll try to describe it for the audio podcast listeners. But first, and you know what, I may talk a little bit more about, um, my modern day debate, debate con appearances and stuff that I witnessed at the modern day debate, debate convention or conference in, uh, Dallas, Texas over the weekend. Cool, huh? Yeah. It is, but let me tell you about this Texas synagogue hostage situation that took place over the weekend. It's just kind of interesting. It took over the news during Saturday, I guess, and maybe Sunday, a little bit of Monday. Um, The far-left female-run outlet, The Skim, says the Jewish community has suffered another attack. (laughs) Well, one synagogue. And it it was about... 
this woman who I still don't know anything about. I won't try to get into that unless you, unless one of you guys happens to know about this, the lady of, the lady of Al Qaeda or something like lady Al Qaeda. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Educated in America, these people, what are we doing? The far-left female run outlet, The Skim, says the Jewish community has suffered another attack on Saturday morning. That's the Sabbath, right? The morning of the Sabbath. A gunman entered Congregation Beth Israel in Colleyville, Texas. Colleyville, Texas. Seems odd to me to have a synagogue in Texas. Just, just seems odd. I just don't think of them living there. You know what I mean? Kind of almost as odd, maybe as odd, as having a mosque in a place called Christ Church, New Zealand. Multiple mosques. But what do I know in this globalist world? In the Dallas-Fort Worth area is where Colleyville, Texas is. And it's interesting because that's where I was. I was in Dallas, Dallas area, northeast of Dallas. It's where the modern-day debate convention was. But I, th- yeah, no, it was that. It was a 10-hour standoff, more than 10 hours. Services were being live-streamed, and this... This synagogue, the guy's pro-LGBT. This is beside the point of the story, but it's, what's up with these people? They're, but they're such liberals, they're like against God. You know what I mean? You're pro-LGBT, you're against the people who are falling into that mess, and you're against God and just basic, if, God's, if you don't know that God's for it, why do you support it? Is a great question that I once heard, many times have heard, on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, or on the Fallen State. The nightmare scenario. There was a guy who, this 44-year-old Englishman, not, <laughs> but he's from the UK, but not really from the UK. He's, a, he's like a Pakistani or something. I don't even know. The nightmare scenario turned into more than a 10-hour standoff. Four people, including the rabbi, so-called rabbi, which means teacher. He was definitely not Jesus, though were held hostage. One released around 5 p.m., but this guy who's definitely not Jesus, according to him, he threw a chair at this guy <laughs> at the end. And I told you about that yesterday. The rabbi describes that as the gunman became increasingly threatening, he and two other hostages managed to escape. Is he threatening or sloppy? He seemed to get sloppy. One, one hostage was released about 5 p.m., and then they, the other three got away eventually, according to him. According to the hostage taker's brother, who's also a Muslim, I guess from the UK or in living in the UK, he said that the brother re- let them all escape. And then according to him, he said that the media claimed that the FBI freed those hostages. I don't know. The incident came to, a t- to an end after the gunman died in an FBI standoff. The FBI went in there and shot and killed the guy, apparently. Or else maybe he killed himself. Don't know. And it it left many shaken, evoking recent anti-Semitic, no such thing, attacks like the 2018 Tree of Life shooting. That was a, was that the one with the kid, the young man, the young male, the Tree of Life one? Or was it with an older guy? I can't keep these ones straight. I cannot keep those straight. Was the Tree of Life in like Southern California? I don't remember. There's so many different ones. Oh, was it the PA one? That's the old, the old guy. Yeah, with the old guy who was... I brought him, I brought him on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. <laughs> what a mess. But Jesse warned him not to be, 
not to be hating. He's all, my children know that if they were to date or marry and in, interracially, I would kill them. <laughs> I think that's going a bit far on your disapproval of interracial marriage. I think that that's going too far. But that guy, what a shame, threw the last bit of his life away. If that was the Tree of Life one. But I want to say that the Tree of Life one was more recent than that. There's been, you know, the, every, like, year or, or several months or a couple years, you know, there's some type of terror attack or whatever you want to call it at a thing. And they blame the whites. And this was, not a, this was not a white. Details still being investigated in this case. Suspect was a 44-year-old British citizen. Which shows the attack on Britain, really. Because he's not a, not a true Brit, if you will. Right? He's not a normal white Brit. Who demanded the release of a convicted Al-Qaeda-linked terrorist, a woman. Comes as the Jewish community, which experiences a majority of religious-based hate crimes in the United States. Because they don't... I mean, it's institu- anti-Christianity is basically institutionalized, so it's not a crime to be anti-Christian anymore, right? <laughs> uh, the Jewish community has seen a wave of violence recently with an estimated one in four Jews experiencing anti-Semitism in the past year alone. Reminds me of the anti-Asian, stop Asian hate stuff where they said, ooh, majority of it is white perpetrators, and they're suffering things. The, the Asians who are suffering at the hands of the whites are suffering things like Shunning. (laughs) He looked at me with a racist eye. Like, you can read these people's minds. Give me a break. I remember there was... Sometimes in church, like, I go around, uh, and I... I take people's... If people want to donate by credit card, I volunteer at at my church, right? And so I run the credit card for people if they want to donate. And one time, one lady said that I looked at her crazy like I was expecting her to (laughs) give a donation. Because she normally does, but I wasn't like, I wasn't like holding anything against her or judging her, but she just assumed that I was looking at her in a way that I was like, in a demanding way. People read into a look, something that isn't there. And especially it happens against whites and men. Women do that. The POCs who are trained and brainwashed to be suspicious of whites, thinking that the whites are being suspicious of them. And in some cases, the whites are more right to be suspicious, honestly. And the men are more right to be suspicious of the women's (laughs) motives, right? But it's a mess. So this anti-Semitism thing, sometimes it's perceived. You know what I mean? Being investigated alongside British authorities as an act of terror. I told you about the two teenagers. I don't know any, any update on that. Two teenagers in the UK were detained for questioning. Sleepy Joe said the US will stand against anti-Semitism, which is an imaginary vice, right? They're not standing against actual hatred because he promotes actual hatred. That's Sleepy Joe. He's an evil person and a liar. The rise of extremism in this country. He's extreme. He's for... Killing the babies in the womb. That sounds pretty extreme to me. He's for eight-year-olds. He literally said this on the campaign trail. That's in the debate, on a debate, presidential debate. Sleepy Joe, he said, eight-year-olds, if they feel like they're transgender, they should be allowed to be transgender. That's pretty extreme to me. 
The congregation's rabbi said, we are resilient and we will recover. American Jews have been bracing for an attack like this. The safe release of hostages came as a welcome relief, but many are still reeling from an attack they've been warning about for a while now and worry a similar attack is only a matter of time. <laughs> what a mess. Let me just show, do I, I think I showed, I, in, I included the same pictures from yesterday of the Texas hostage situation. Let me just blow through those once again, guys, and then I'll talk a little bit about the FBI. So, m this guy's name is Malik, this British citizen, who was not named by the far-left female run outlet The Skim, lest they contribute to anti- what, what is that called? Uh, Islamophobia, or xenophobia. British hostage taker was named Malik Faisal Akram. Malik Faisal Akram. His family says that they're devastated at his death and he was mentally ill. Their younger brother or sibling had just died a few months earlier. This guy had been having mental issues and he just came to the United States like January 2nd, I want to say. So a couple weeks later, he's doing this. Sleepy Joe, by the way, Malik Faisal Akram from, Black from Blackburn. Yeah, okay, he's from Blackburn, UK. And by the way, not one Jew was actually killed or harmed in this situation. Harmed maybe, I don't know, I didn't hear about injuries. I think I would have heard about injuries. But that was this synagogue in Texas. And uh, this woman was, her name was Afia Siddiqui. And she's the one called Lady Al-Qaeda. Afia Siddiqui, and she was educated here in America. And this guy in the middle, if you're looking at the picture, I showed this to you guys yesterday, just going over it just a little bit again. This is the uh, rabbi. He's running the show over at that uh, synagogue, and he's been known for being pro-gay, according to Heavy.com, which gathers all the info. The FBI were there. In large force, Biden called it an, an act of terror, and Biden said, oh, maybe he got the gun on the streets in America. Because he's always eager to go after the guns in the streets. And Karen Pierce, who is from the UK, Karen Pierce is a uh, UK ambassador to the US. She said, she tweeted, Deeply concerned by the news from Texas, we condemn entirely the shocking act on people practicing their faith. Our thoughts are very much with those involved in the Jewish community in Colleyville, Texas, and across America. And Liz Truss, who is also the UK foreign secretary in the UK, I think. Females running the show in the UK. My thoughts are with the Jewish community and all those affected by the appalling act in Texas. We condemn this act of terrorism and anti-Semitism. We stand with the U.S. in defending the rights and freedoms of our citizens against those who spread hate. And this guy, yeah, I, could, I guess you could say he was motivated by some form of hatred, but he wanted to release Lady Al-Qaeda. He wanted to release some woman who he thought was probably a political prisoner or something right th like that, right? Maybe misguided, probably so. But they're just lumping it in with hate and then saying white supremacists are the major people. To Where were these people falling over themselves, apologizing and expressing sympathy for the Christians and the whites who were actually killed 
by that dri- black driver who was all mad at the Kyle Rittenhouse situation. Kyle Rittenhouse was rightly uh, exonerated for his self-defense shootings over up there in Kenosha, Wisconsin. It's a Black Lives Matter terror attack slash riot slash insurrection up in Kenosha, Wisconsin. It was an overreaction to Jacob Blake getting his getting himself shot in the back because he was had a he- cop in a headlock and had a knife and wouldn't put out down the knife and was fighting with the cops. He, he, since he was black and he got shot in the back, the Black Lives Matter Antifa scumbags were going crazy. And three not normal whites attacked Kyle Jack Bauer, John Wick Rittenhouse, and Rittenhouse got off, but the mainstream media lynch mob hyped to mentally ill uh, black criminals like this guy who drove into the Waukesha, did I call it Waukesha earlier? Waukesha, Wisconsin Christmas Parade, running down old ladies and little girls with his SUV. Actually, the FBI was busy, says Alex Watts. <laughs> yeah. Actual death and destruction. You hardly hear anything about it. These people... Pretty sick, huh? Yeah, uh, Daryl Brooks says uh, Kingdom Within. Black supremacist mass murderer. <laughs> Daryl Brooks. And I think he's, he's in court right now? Something like that? Or he's dealing with the court system. What a mess. Let me get to Alex who is in Sweden, wants to call in about the synagogue hostages situation the Muslims. How are you doing, Alex? Thanks for calling in. Hey, Hank. Hey. Hey, can I still say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year? Yeah, you can. It's January 18th, but, you know, if you left your Christmas uh, tree up, say if you do the Christmas tree, maybe you're a pagan, I don't know, but if you left your Christmas tree up past... uh, Past Epiphany Eve, which is January 5th or 6th, yeah. then you have to keep it up until February 2nd or something like that. So it is still Christmas and New Year season. <laughs> so thank okay. you. <laughs> yeah, man. Right. Uh, hey. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you, you just wait. As soon as a white Christian uh, American man walks into a school bus without a mask, it's going to be all over the news. Yeah, I know. You know, terrorists. <laughs> because I'm not surprised. Uh, um, if I uh, may ask you, uh, have you before debated or spoken to uh, Muslim people with, you know, their views? You know, like on my show or just off air or whatever, I, I've i invited them on the Jesse Lee Peterson show back when I was Jesse Lee Peterson's producer. But I don't know yeah. if I've really talked with... Any Muslims myself? Okay. Yeah. Because uh, the, the thing is, um, I'm not really surprised what's happened there because here in Europe, it, you know, before it was not. It, it's nowadays a terror attack is not unusual. People are like kind of used to it now. Yeah. 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 Um, it's not even news anymore, huh? Yep. No, 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 because. The thing is, uh, through my life, I have spoken to a lot of religious people, and the, 
that that's why I asked you about if you have spoken to Muslims because the thing is, I have spoken to uh, Christians like priests. Yeah, I have spoken to like uh, you know rabbis, uh, even Buddhists, uh, and all these uh, people or have in common is that you can still talk to them about their religion. Muslims, you cannot. As soon as you start to talk something like criticizing them, they'll go savage at you at once. Wow. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Try that. That's why I ask you if you have tried to debate or have a productive discussion with a you know, radical Muslim, because it's impossible. It's, uh, yeah. Um, you know what's funny is... What I want... I had been in touch with that, there was this one radical, like, Muslim preacher, activist guy who had been on the Sean Hannity's show, and I was in touch with him over maybe, like, WhatsApp or something to get him on the Jason Lee Peterson show, and then he was arrested in UK because he had said something that was, like, a little too extreme, supposedly, and they don't really have free speech in the UK, so he was arrested just before, like, we were supposed to interview him, interestingly enough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, uh, I think you Muslims in China. Yeah, I, the Uyghurs. Yeah. I think they're pro- is how yeah, it's pronounced. Yeah, Uyghurs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing is, that is something I kind of agree with the Chinese. And the thing is, the Muslim. Yeah. Uh, you you were kind of right. They are coming from uh, Russia, Mongolia and into uh, China. Yeah. So, uh, the, uh, and the thing is, Chinese people, uh, they know that Islam, wherever it goes, it kind of destroys. You have examples everywhere. Look at Europe. Look at America. Yeah. Um, Different pockets of America. For example, yep. Yeah, I mean, look at, uh, there are countries that people don't uh, really realize are very Muslim in Asia. For example, Malaysia, Indonesia, and uh, it wasn't like that before. And the Chinese, they realized that if to you know preserve their culture or whatever you want to call it, uh, I don't agree with that with their culture and all that. But to pers- preserve it, they have to you know do what they're doing with the Muslims because um, I can see through through my experience that uh, when I was teenager, that's when. Uh, uh, in the 90s, here in Sweden, that's when the migration boom started. You started to see more and more and more and more. Wow. And, uh, You're talking about Muslims coming into to, Sweden in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Into Europe, uh, in general, into yeah. Europe. Ha- ha- have you been to any European country? Um, I have. I've been to Germany and a little bit of Austria. I went to Heidelberg specifically. Well, wh- 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 when were you there? That was in the early 2000s, right around, okay. pl- right, right around the 9-11 thing, plus or minus a year. Okay, yeah. because if you, go, if, you go, if you go to major cities in Germany, France, England, or UK, um, Sweden, it looks, like, um, it looks like kind of, you know, like they're, they're, they're uh, it's like they brought everything with them. Yeah, everything, everything. right. It looks and the, and the, and the st- too multicultural, Sorry? a bit too multicultural. Yeah. yeah. What, what I'm tra- what I'm trying to say is that is um, I have um, 
for your curiosity, uh, I have read the Quran, I have read the Bible, and one thing that's kind of scary with Quran is that the more you read it, it, it it's not it, it is kind of religious things in it, but it's more of a military book. Uh, it's like military. There are a lot of battles in Quran, and they are described just like you know how like the military would do, if you understand what I'm trying to say. Repeat it again, in short. Repeat it once more. No, I'm saying that Quran, yeah. uh, you know, the Muslims' holy, the holy book, um, most of it, it, it's like a military... Oh, uh, yeah. It, it's, it's a lot of description, like how History. you take over, yeah. how, how, you know, how you battles and all that, and, uh, and all that stuff. And the thing is, what I'm trying to say is that I'm not saying that all people or Muslims are bad, but wherever it go, it, it, it destruction follows because yeah. uh, a lot of people do not know. For example, uh, South Korea they allowed uh, Muslim migrants to come there, and the rape statistic they just skyrocketed wow. in uh, Seoul yeah. in Korea, for example. Here it's, it's the same thing here in Sweden. The rapes are literally out of control. It's uh, it's it's very scary, very scary. Wow. Uh, for and another, um, now and uh, they have said that a lot of like more than it's like sixty percent of the cab drivers here in Stockholm are migrants. Yeah. And uh, a lot of women, a lot of women are now getting you know uh, robbed and raped in the in the taxis because. A lot of people are scared to go by bus or train, so they take the cab. But you, you think that the cab is the safest way, not anymore. <laughs> wow. I laugh, but that's not yeah, good, man. So, that's terrible. Yeah. And this, still the sad thing is, like you said, Jesse said, whatever, whenever it, these things happen, no, everyone's quiet. I mean, look at your country, how much they have milked this uh, January 6th thing. Right. I think... I know that uh, media is mostly liberal, yep. but I think people should take these situations and literally milk it too, because I think the Jewish community should like stand up and you know say something about this, but they're not saying anything, which is kind of sad. Well, they, they do is, say it, but they blame it on whites, but they should be blaming themselves because they're the ones who support this multicultural society. Yeah. I mean, every everything is your fault, it seems to be. I know. <laughs> you, blame it, <laughs> yeah. you blame everything on you. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, it's just kind of, I, I think it's just sad and... Uh, you know, yeah, and, and I, I think I agree with you that, that, I mean, I'm sure China is doing some wrong as well. I mean, they are communists. They don't believe in God. They're not Christians. Yes, yes. But they have to protect their country because some of these Muslims have done knife terror attacks, killing like tens, 30 at a, uh, Chinese people at a time in like train stations yeah. and things. They do terror attacks. Some of these Uyghurs. Yeah. And you're right. And it's more than it's, just the terror attacks. It's also a cultural, uh, decay that they're bringing because they're bringing oh yeah. their culture and not assimilating into Chinese culture or American culture or Swedish culture. What a mess. But but real fast, I just want to ask you, or maybe I should ask Jesse, but uh, I can ask you too. The thing is, one thing that uh, is that if you look at, 
for example, Asia or especially Middle East, uh, one thing they have, they, they won't change, and that is their, you know, culture, their belief, their, like, patriotism, how they are. If you, for example... You're talking you about know, the Muslims uh, have that? Or the Chinese have that? Yeah, yeah in Asia, in general. In oh, general, yeah. They are, like... They're very they are nationalist. Very much for, like, yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, you know, look at our country, look at our culture, we mean it. If you don't like it, you can, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. and like that. Does it have to do that they don't let the women interfere? I don't, it, it might be partly that, yeah. Um, because they, they don't seem to be like brainwashed and all that. If you look at... They don't care about the racism thing. They are openly so-called racist <laughs> They're openly yeah. pro-China and anti-everybody yeah. else. You're right. Yeah, but no yeah, shame. You know, I've seen maybe the women America, thing. You might have something to do with it. They are patriarchal, even though they are they're communists, though, which is funny to me because communists is a woman's way of thinking about the world, and so is atheist. It's a it's a going away from God. You know, like the fallen state type of a woman, like Eve listening to Satan and defying God and trying to. No, be equal with God, be like your own God. And that's what the yeah. temptation was. And that's what communism is. It's, it's an atheistic mindset. But you're right, they are. I mean, when I, I used to be in um, a heavily Asian area, Temple City, Arcadia, and the Asians were yeah. walking around in the morning, the couples, the, fa- the man is out front like 10 yards or five yards in front. And the woman yeah, is yeah. walking behind him because it's uh, the man is supposed to lead. So I yeah. think maybe behind the scenes she is leading a bit. But you're right. They don't have that false guilt on them. That's not one of their hang-ups. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but that's, what that's one thing they are taking adva- advantage of in Sweden because, believe it or not, it's getting worse and worse. And that is that um, a lot of females are now, migrant females are getting into criminal things. Oh, I'm, are, I'm not surprised. But, and they are sometimes more savage than the men are, or yeah. the males are, actually. I, I could it's believe kind that. Of scary. Yep. Yeah. But uh, let, don't let me take more of your time. Um, thank you so much for taking my call, and yeah. Nice to hear yeah, from you, man. That's what, let, yeah, yeah. So, uh, whoa, okay. Thank you, Hake. All Bye. right, Alex. Take care. Let me read some super chats for you guys. I will get back to calls, and I have more stuff to tell you about, including the FBI being a bunch of liberals, and it's just an attack on America. Real Americans, I mean. But, uh, your girlfriend, your girlfriend gave a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Has Sloppy Joe or Hyena Harris, referring to the so-called president and so-called vice president, said anything about vaccines since the OSHA mandate was shot down in court, in Supreme Court. I remember Harris saying, I don't believe in giving up on people. (laughs) You know, I don't know if they've said anything. They probably gave a little bit of, if they've said anything, they've probably given a bit of lip service about, ooh, this is a... This is a disservice to Americans with the Supreme Court allowing people to have their freedom. Or at least some measure of freedom. Yeah. What a mess. But, you know, like I said, like I was telling Jesse Lee Peterson on the prior show, in the beginning of the third hour, 
the culture is corrupt too. It's not just the government oppressing the people. The people want to oppress the people. And the corporations, who are not even part of the, some of them are in bed with the government, are corrupting the people. Commie capitalism is what I call it. Capitalism is not opposed to communism. It's a stepping stone to it. Unless it's a Christian version, right? We need Christianity. Freedom without morals is not freedom at all. Bad Bibby 42 gave a super chat on uh, Streamlabs. By the way, some of you guys say, hey, five o'clock shadow is cringe. <laughs> Somebody said that. I am growing my beard back. Give me some time, man. It, like, I wish that I could just be, but no, calm down. We have to be patient. You're going to make me shave again. <laughs> With this public shame. Bad BB42 gave a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report. That's where you can go donate too. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hake, you said at the beginning of one of your debates the other day, the more intellectual you are, the more you can rationalize evil. The rest of the debate was Dylan Burns and Zan, Xander Hall, that's Alexander or something, rationalizing evil. They're misguided with their beliefs. How ironic. Yeah, thank you, Bad BB42. Yeah, intellectualism. You're re- that's leaning on your own understanding and not trusting in the Lord with all your heart, right? There's a proverb that says, I think, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. But these people lean on their own understanding. And they do that too with the Bible. Some of the Bible thumpers, as Jesse calls them, I call them Bible pushers. They quote every verse and then just in order to deny what the Bible Rid of anger, no longer sinning, and stuff like that. What a mess. Soul Patch Hake. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate those super chats. <laughs> Let me quickly get to um, Ryan. Hold on. I will get to you shortly here, but Ryan's a first time caller from California. But first, let me get to Nick in the UK. Nick, thank you for calling. What's up? Um. Yeah, it was just interesting listening to your, um, you know, your previous caller and um, yeah, and what you was talking about. Um, it's just a personal, personal scenario that happened to me um, with my younger sister when I was growing up as a teenager. And uh, my younger sister was uh, we grew up in a, we grew up in an area that is um, that was heavily like a Christian area, very loving, very helpful area. And then eventually it changed. It changed very dramatically. You know, it was like there was a herd of rabbits somewhere that were just producing and had no, you know, just producing without any sort of thought into what they are producing. Anyways, my sister, she met, she had a friend, um, a college, well, a school friend um, within the UK. Um, It's illegal for a child to get married um, under the age of 16. Yeah. As soon as they hit 16, they can get shipped over to overseas, you know, with their passport, with their parents' consent, and whatever happens overseas happens overseas. Wow. So what happened with this specific girl is that she coerced my sister into running away. Um, this girl was a Muslim girl. She was a nice girl. I met. I only met her afterwards when I found them because I wanted to ask my sister what exactly happened because she was only 15 at the time. Uh-huh. And... Um, you know, I wanted to speak to her, say, you know, because it was out of the blue, she just ran away. Wow. And, um... And I so she her, coerced her, or she, like, like, um, persuaded her, and she was just well, too pers- dumb to 
too young and I, dumb, if you will, to know better. Not too young and dumb. I think she was too young and kind. Oh, yeah. And she, That's she what had I meant. empathy for, yeah, she had empathy for the person, her friend. Yeah. Which, um, it, was a, it was a school, it was a, like a school, you know, like a school buddy that you grow up with, you know, from, you know, over five years of your younger life. You get to know that person. You get to know what they want. Anyways, yeah. um, do you run away? I found them. Do you? Yeah. Just for more context, do you and your sister have both parents, or why was your sister yeah. so? Yes. Why was your sister yes. so yes. weak, if you will, well, like too it, nice to that she would run away at fifteen years old? <laughs> well, what it was, yeah. My father's a very strict man. He worked. He worked very hard. He's worked very hard all his life. He's achieved things that people have not achieved, you know, while being on benefits. He's put, you know, he's put the grind in. He was an immigrant to this country as well. Yeah. Um, he's never stole from the country. We've never claimed any benefits from nice. anyone. Um, and um, that's how, you know, his sons were raised and his daughters were raised the same way. Like, I have two old, not two older sisters, two older sisters older than her, my youngest sister. I see. And they've worked. Um, they work for McDonald's, they work for KFC. Um, now they have their own family with their own children, with their own, you know, with their first partners that they were introduced to and they've married. And, you know, they're setting up that family bond that you guys talk about. Yeah. Which is critical. And they're prospering. You know, they have, like, girls and boys. And, and your then, father you know, brought... Same sort of, your father came yeah. from which country again? Came from India. Okay. Uh, from Punjab. Yeah, and your great one of your great grandfathers or something fought in the war for UK yeah, or something like that. Yeah, well, he was in the army, and that was the whole reason we got. You know, we had the opportunity to come over here. Okay. Uh, you know, he he served his time, and uh, he did what he did for fighting for what was right. And I think that fight should continue on. You know, that's the only reason we're here. We're, that was World we're War One. In a certain way. Was that World War One? It was two. Oh, World War Two. Okay. Wow, so you... And then, um, so, so if I could go back to the story again. Yes. And what it was, with the, you know, with my sister, she ran away. She was 15. Her friends, the same age, 15, she was... Because her father and her family were forcing her to marry one of her cousins in Pakistan and obviously bring the person over to this country. Okay? This is your sister's obviously, friend who ran away from her own family. Took her with her, took yeah, well, took you know, took my sister with her uh-huh. for companion. You know, like um, you know, like they say, like um, you know, if, if you have a problem, if you can sh- share it with someone, it's half a problem, isn't it? <laughs> so that's what I thought. You know, from my sort of understanding, and you know, like females, you know, they think completely differently, don't they? You know. Yeah. Anyways, she's um, she's done what she's done. She's hiding out in a Sikh temple. So this is a Muslim girl, and my sister, who's a Sikh. They're hiding out in a Sikh temple, yeah, in yeah. the UK, getting free food. Not free food. Food is for everyone. They offer food, you know, for every, every anyone that comes in, you know, through their doors. Yeah, I've heard food. that. So that's how they was, yeah, so they were surviving that way. <laughs> and I thought that was, you know, very ingenious, but that was one of the main ways I found them and I tracked them down because it was very local to where I was. They were like the next city next to where we are, basically. Anyways, we found them, and so has the Muslim family found their daughter as well because they were following us. Anyways, they found her. We've gone back. To, um, you know, I picked up my sister, brought her back, and I brought a friend back, and I says, you know, you guys can stay here, chill here, you know, because I wanted to find out exactly what was the 
the issue. Anyways, obviously talking to my sister, um, found out the real issue was that she was getting forced into marriage with her cousin wow. overseas. So yeah, yeah, and then obviously, and then uh, that's happened. As my responsibility, like I had to let the girl's father know as well and their family know where their daughter is. Yeah, because she was in that sort of. She was just. She was a week before she turned sixteen. So in the UK, any of you callers, look up what the legal, you know, parameters are for when you turn sixteen and what it what it means for when you get married or if you want to get married and whatnot. Your callers would know then. Anyways, um, so my sister's come back. She's living with us. About a week later, I ask her, "Oh, how's your friend doing?" She goes, "I've not heard from her." I goes, "What do you mean you've not heard from her?" And she says, "Oh, I think she's in Pakistan now." Wow. And no one's heard, no one's heard nothing from her. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you my wife's older sister, yeah, was in the same sort of problem that my younger sister was in, right? Okay? And my wife's older sister, we're talking 40 years back, okay? And back them days, you know, girls that got that got forced into, like, you know, these fake love marriages with people, right? They got, they got, they got converted, and then when they got converted, they got sent to Pakistan. And when they were in Pakistan, they became hoes. They became whores. Wow. Yeah. Right. And this is a true fact. This is, you know, any no one is. I've not heard this from anyone, but it is. I can prove it. I can bring you cases. I can show you people. Yeah, that have got that. You know, that have gone through this, where they've lost daughters and sisters. Yeah, and then you hear stories a few years down the line that they're they're in. You know, you know why. You know why it comes to you? Because they're non-believers. With non-believers, you can do anything you want to do with them. Wow. That's terrible, you know, you man. Guys, so is that, really is that related to what, you know, the, the uh, rape, um, what is that, when they're, they're like raising no, up li- young, young, young girls, including white girls, I think, in UK. It's a... I'm blanking on what the word is, but they basically raise... Like grooming, you mean? Yeah, grooming. grooming. Yeah. yeah. Is it, like, related yeah, to the grooming going... gang type of situation? Yeah. But, hey, that's been going on for many years. Yeah. It's happened in front of my eyes. You know, I used to hear stories of uh, mosques that would, um, you know, put um, money forward. Because don't forget, like rabbits, they breed. When they breed, yeah. they go into business because they know the loopholes. You know... We should do the same. We should loopholes. be... We should be having children like like that. <laughs> yeah, you should be. Yeah. You should be. What's right is right. Right. But you know what? Um, like I said, it's um, unfortunately it works on numbers, doesn't it? You know, like a, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Demographics is destiny. Is the line from the great Congressman Steve King of Iowa? Mm. He said, "Demographics is destiny," and he told the story of the Anglo's, as he called them, the whites, going moving into yeah. Texas. And taking care of the land there, which was a Mexico territory, but the whites basically mm. took over. Now the opposite is happening here in America. What a mess, huh? Ugh. Well, America needs to buckle up. Yep, very it really true. Needs to buckle up, and it really needs to understand its enemy. You yeah. know what? Like, don't listen to you know the media. I agree. Use your own research and listen to people from you know various types of the world, because what we do right now is going to make a massive impact on our children growing up in the future. Yeah. You know, for me personally, I've, you know, I've invested a lot of money and I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying my hardest to get to Florida, if I'll be honest with you. Oh. You know, because I don't see, yeah, like I don't, I don't see any other way you, out of it. You but have, a part of me, you yeah. have a family? 
no, children? My own, my own back, you know, my own money, what I can do. No, I mean, cho- you have children that you're taking care of? You, yeah. I know you have yeah, a wife yeah. and you have kids too. Yes. Well, I wish yes, you I well, man. And, uh, yeah. All right. Well, I wish all of you guys well. And I wish you guys just research what you, you know, what exactly you lot are doing. Yeah. Because you know what? It's happening in Europe and USA is the last home base of the world. I can tell you that is ground zero. When yeah. that's gone, everything's gone. Well, anywhere we are, anywhere Christians are or people who who want and love and are looking for the truth are, that's where we should stand up. But I appreciate mm-hmm. it, Nick. It's good to hear from you over there in the UK. Well, you guys take care. You as and well. All the best. All right. Take care. Man. What a mess. Um, the FBI are a bunch of liberals, if you're not already aware. I saw this tweet from Judicial Watch related to... Judicial Watch is a... They're generally pro-Trump. They've been around a long time. They, from what I understand, way back in the early 2000s, I think 2002, when um, when Jesse Jackson's son and some of these bunch of crazy blacks allegedly assaulted Jesse Lee Peterson, and they were like, oh, they hated they hated him because he doesn't agree with them over over that Toyota thing. I heard the Judicial Watch helped with the with the situation. Judicial Watch. Tom Fitton, specifically, he tweeted, As confirmed by the Texas synagogue case, the FBI is still an unmitigated disaster. They don't really stop anything. They trick mentally ill people to do, to plan some terror attack, and then they arrest them and say, Hey, look at what we, look at what we uh, stopped. But they don't stop the real terror attacks. Like Omar Mateen, for example. Look at this 2018 tweet. So the FBI, this is uh, Tom Fitton tweeting of Judicial Watch. Judicial Watch, pretty solid people, I think. So the FBI was running the father of terrorist Omar Mateen. If you're not familiar with Omar Mateen, he's the guy who um, was the Pulse nightclub, the gay nightclub down in, what was that? Was that Orlando, Florida? Who, like, he, he like, smuggled a, a gun or multiple guns into the club and he shot up the club and killed a bunch of gays. And I, I, he might have killed himself or he, something crazy. Um, and he was known. He had been talked to. He had been, what a mess. FBI assured law enforcement that, um, officers that the Pulse shooter Omar Mateen was, quote, not a terrorist. 9-11 9-11 they, they botched. Boston Marathon, the Boston Marathon bombers. I've talked about this before. The Tsarnaev brothers. Who, where were they from? I forget. But Russia warned America about the Tsarnaev brothers. Um, Zolkar Tsarnaev is the one who's still alive to this day. And his older brother, they were Muslim terrorists. And they bombed the end of the Boston Marathon with these pressure cookers and nails inside. And it just just killed some and it, uh, maimed others. To this day! Yeah, terrible. He's alive to this day. He should have gotten the death penalty a long time ago as long as there's no doubt about his guilt. You know what I mean? Uh, and Pork- Parkland, Florida. Parkland, Florida, I think they knew. Was that the one with the um, Valentine's Day attack by Nicholas Cruz? Not a normal white. <laughs> Nicholas Cruz, 
who shot up the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas liberal place. And then after that, the kids are like, we are marching for our lives against the Second Amendment. Like, that's going to help. That's going to make it worse, idiots. Sorry, kids and parents. Why do we even have an FBI? Judicial Watch obtained documents back in 2018 revealing the FBI declared that Omar Mateen, who back in 2015 or 2016, and his dad was seen at a Hillary Clinton rally. (laughs) Because Muslims, although they're supposed to be conservative, like most of them are Democrat supporters. Go figure. Because Muslims are basically communists in religious garb. Socialism in religious garb, says the great Bill Lockwood, who knows about this stuff. Um, it's interesting, too. There's another FBI was called out by the Whitmer kidnapping defendant, uh, Caleb Franks. Caleb with a K. Otherwise, other than that, it's a normal spelling. Um, he's a defendant in the, in the supposed plot that the FBI supposedly foiled to, to kidnap that Gretchen Whitmer woman who looks like Bruce Jenner to me. Because she has a plastic surgery face. By the way, wait, I wonder if Tucker Carlson listens to the Hake report. Because he called, <laughs> he called Nancy Pelosi Michael Jackson. Which I feel is a bit of an insult to Michael Jackson. May he rest in peace, right? By the way, he's innocent. Um, the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping case. A defendant moved to introduce evidence related to the use of federal informants in the January 6th, 2021 Capitol Hill breach, arguing, arguing that the FBI's refusal to answer basic questions about such activities demonstrates a consciousness of guilt by the government. Yeah. That was a January 14th motion from Caleb Franks. He and four other defendants are seeking to have their charges of, of conspiracy to kidnap the governor uh, dismissed. On entrapment grounds, the FBI was allegedly, according to these guys, trying to entrap them. And it just seems kind of true. It's not kind of, I don't know. They don't, give me a break. January 6th, such a threat on democracy, please. And this, you look at the FBI on Twitter, they're just, to this day, they're tweeting stuff. Can you find this person? And it's a screenshot of the scene from the mostly peaceful Capitol protest, some of to which some of which was a riot. To this day, they're tweeting, oh, f- help us find this person. <laughs> you look at it. It's crazy. Their priorities are all off. Political. Bunch of liberals. What a mess. The refusal by the top Department of Justice and FBI officials to discuss the use of informants in the Capitol breach. Interesting, huh? FBI's lack of transparency demonstrates its consciousness of guilt, which is a term typically reserved for defendants to describe when someone conceals evidence, intimidates witnesses, or does something else that makes him or her look guilty. In this case, the FBI. Federal Bureau of Investigation part of the so-called intelligence community. The FBI has certainly concealed the details of its use of informants and undercover agents in relation to the January 6th events and regarding its policies on their use generally. Graham's, this guy, Scott Graham, he's he's an attorney for these guys, or for this guy. That's what he said. He said, under the jury's instructions reasoning and the court's analysis, the agency has exhibited consciousness of guilt. Wow. 
If national leaders are expressing concern about FBI overreaching in the realm of informant use and deployment of undercover agents, this latter idea of objective entrapment must assume a greater jurisprudential role. I don't know. What a mess. That's what somebody else said. But that's the dumb FBI for you. And you've heard, I remember, like, Moby. Remember, any of you guys from the 90s, you remember Moby? He sings that song that comes on at the end of the Bourne Identity with Jason Bourne. That guy, that cringy actor. I mean, I like him in Jason Bourne movies, but he's the guy who's in that Crypto.com commercial now. And he looks all old and maybe he has surgery or something. I'm not sure. But he just doesn't seem right. But he, Moby anyway, Moby is this 90s DJ singer guy. I don't even think of him as a singer. But he says that former and current members of the CIA, I think, told him to spread the word about the Russian collusion thing. That's the deep state for you. Bunch of dumb liberals. What a mess. Let me, oh, somebody said, somebody said, I want Hake's, let me advertise this a little bit. Somebody said, I want Hake's shirt. I'm wearing a Savage Moments t-shirt, guys. This is not available on the Jesse Lee Peterson Teespring store. It is available, which there is none. You can find Jesse Lee Peterson's t-shirts by going to rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. But this one is not there. This is from Get a Job. Shout out to Get a Job. Get a job does Jesse Lee Peterson savage moments, and he put out just yesterday, I believe, a Donald Trump savage moments number 10. <laughs> uh, I'm laughing because some of these people are laughing at Moby. Um, yeah, and this is savage moments, and it has a, I don't know who is the artist who did this. Maybe it was Get a Job himself, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just laughing at this Moby talk. Um, so, teespring.com slash stores slash get a job. You type that into the web address bar. Teespring.com, all one word, T-E-E, spring, all one word, teespring.com slash stores slash get a job. And it'll redirect to whatever creator hyphen spring website that it is. Nice. So, uh, that's that for that. Here's, a, here's part of the attack on Americans. Can you pull up clip 11? I saw this. Somebody tagged me on this. Thank you for tagging me on stuff, I guess. I, no, I do appreciate it. Um, Ironworker05 tweeted this video out. It's a TikTok video put out by Army Girls. Or, I don't know, it's a TikTok video taken of Army Girls. And by girls, I mean grown adult females who are in the Army purportedly. Dancing on a TikTok video, and they're dancing to a Beyonce song, wife to Beyonce, to uh, Jay-Z. And I put the Beyonce song in reverse because I didn't want any copyright thing really going to credit her. But he says, we're doomed. Look at this. It's like an 11 second video and they're dancing in their barracks. Look at this. Terrible. No. 
That sounds awful. <laughs> That's really obnoxious. Terrible, huh? I almost want to show it again, but I don't want to put you through that audio assault again. But those... Think about what our enemies who are here in America... Yeah, can you mute the audio? I think it may still go out. Because even when you mute it in the thing, it'll still go out. But anyway, play, let's play it again and see if it can mute it. Uh, nice. Watch this. Uh. Okay. Awful! They're dancing like they're... Beyonce dancers. That's not good. And these are women wearing their army shirts. Army t-shirts. Black t-shirt. And shorts. Looking like they're wearing their P.E. uniform, but it's not P.E. It's not physical education. These aren't high schoolers. They might be fresh out of high school. They may not know any better. But why are we even allowing these people into the army? It's ridiculous. These girls belong in a cheerleading crew for the men in the army, <laughs> says Cro-Magnon. Yeah, audio still went out. Yeah, but, the, but thank you. I appreciate the uh, attempt. <laughs> Terrible, huh? Just awful. Well, um, that backwards Beyonce music is, is not even good music, by the way. And she's not a decent person at all. But I have some good music to, to um, clean your palate. <laughs> well, some of you might disagree. We are at just about the top of the hour approaching. And, uh, hopefully you can un unsee this mess. This is- this is a song from, um, 2004. It's from the album All Songs Written By, and the artist is Human Television. And it's track four. The- the track is entitled, Yeah Right. I hope you enjoy it, and I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight, guys, and we'll talk. Sleepy Joe, and the attack on Americans, and the China mess. Enjoy. I wonder 
Well, wasn't that nice? I think it was. Some of you guys might not think so, might think that it's beta music. Actually, I think it's beta music, but I still think it's kind of nice. Can it be both? Reading the chat, Silverwolf said earlier, FBI only hires libertards now. Yeah, very true. Very true, including the rhinos. Look, the head of the FBI was James Comey. Pathetic. Who is a total rhino? His, I was arguing with Destiny at one point. Um, one of my debates with Destiny, I debated him over the weekend and like last week, I think. And I told him that the FBI is run by a bunch of liberals and rhinos. And he's all rhino. He's just a rhino because he's not. His wife and daughters went to the women's march, and they wanted Hillary to win. They're disgusting. James Comey makes me want to spit. Uh, I always get to the, I always sat at the back of the bus, says Fred Johnson. It's, that's where the cool people sit. Yeah, I used to always love the back of the bus. Back of the bus. We take over that whole back seat. Nice and comfortable. Spread out. It's great. An old English name, says Commander Kim. Malik Faisal Akram. (laughs) Yeah, totally English. (laughs) Hey, you need to do a shoulder workout. Stop you looking beta, says Geronimo's ghost. Appreciate the advice, man. Uh, second person who's told me that in uh, over the years. JJ Money, in the future, war will be won and lost by female dance crews. Yeah, true, JJ Money. <laughs> Not. Dan Clifton says, 90, 90s movie travel montage music. Yeah, I know, it has that feel. Echo and the Dead Bunnymen, says Pawn Poker. Yeah, that's a, that's a group, it's a, what, a 90s music group? Uh, pretty fairly popular, sort of reminiscent of what this was. This is human television, who you just, whom you just heard. Well, they will never see a real battlefield, referring to these army gals, and they will most likely be behind a computer or something else. The, milister, the military stopped being about defending the nation, and it's now about making people feel good. Jobs, which is a filthy 
type of vulgar wannabe dance. When they infiltrate sex trafficking rings, yeah, <laughs> and enable that stuff. Uh, lake resort music, interesting. The ocean and the music taking me away from this fallen world. Thank you, Big Brother Hakes, is Joshua Everything. Well, thank you, Joshua Everything. Appreciate the support, man. Army and name only, indeed. James was a sheltered child. <laughs> I was. This is this probably the second non The first was okay. Okay, not Christian. And human television, I don't think that they're Christians either. He sings like Mr. Rogers. Good tunes, says Ryan H.U. Thank you. Well, I appreciate that, guys. Let me double-check the Super Chats. Let me read some of these Super Chats. Uh, over there on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hague Report. The F-B-I didn't do nothing. <laughs> the F-B quotation, I didn't do nothing, says Commander Kim with the Super Chat there. Yeah. Hank's beard is at the jobless alcoholic stage. <laughs> Coming along. Oh, the beard going up. Yeah. Somebody said, some people were saying, little beard or something? Hank's little beard. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Um, before I get going and go in on another embarrassment to the country, it's not just the army gals who are the embarrassment to the country. They're just... Part of the tip of the iceberg, I guess you might say. Let me first, though, get to Rick in Hampton, Virginia. He saw this story on JLP, and he wants to comment on it on my show, which, uh, you know, it was so vulgar and traumatizing when I saw it. I think I'll allow it. What's up, Rick in Hampton, Virginia? How are you? My brother James and the JLP show crew and all, the hate report and all. Love your brothers, man. We got to put the news out. Nice. I love you too, man. Thank you. Man, I saw that man. Did you see uh, some pastor in Oklahoma? He um actually spit in his hand and put it on the guy's face. That is so disgusting. You know what? I did see. I, I, I did. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I did see a clip of that on the Jason Lee Peterson show, and it was so disgusting that I don't think I will show it on my show, even though I just did disgust you guys by showing the ar- dancing army girls. But that was gross. Hey, hey, you know what, too, I'm James? And now I have a real tough stomach. My stomach, I was about to eat lunch. <laughs> yeah. And now I, know. I have a real tough stomach. Now, like, this is, I mean, the whole message that Jesus was, he was healing. He was healing. And why did um, Christ use um, spit? I have no clue. Oh, but he spit. And that was a he blind man. Right. That was a blind right. beggar. And right. he, he, I think he used, at least one of the times I read that he used spit to mix with dirt to make mud. And he put the mud right. over the guy's eyes. On his eye. That's what he did. And then he, he told him to wash up. That was a different situation. Right. That, that's my point. Yeah. Christ was doing it. You and know, it's, um, it's kind of like those people who say... Oh, you have to sell all of your possessions. He didn't say that to exactly. everybody. He said that to the rich young ruler. So, right. What a mess. And you know, oh, man, James, it was like, there's no way. He could have got him a mannequin or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I could have used water, you know? Of course, and, that and, guy was already was, dirty. No, I'm, I'm kidding around. I'm just, no, no, but that I'll was tell a joke. You what? 
he 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 brings people to their skin color, so he's he just as bad as a false prophet. Right. You know, any any pastor Yeah, that was a black uh, pastor, by the way, doing that to another black man. And the black man, male, just let that happen. Man, that I don't know if they after the service split the money down. And I don't think, by the way, sorry to interrupt. I don't think Jesus hawked a loogie. He didn't go. No. Well, I almost. Is it too vulgar for me to make the sound? Press one if you want me to make the sound of hawking a loogie. Man, <laughs> Press man, two of no. James, man. <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Man. It's like, it's like, you know that people really don't read the Bible. If people are in church emotionally. No wonder how hardly nobody can get. You know, you know what I noticed, James? Most of your um, people that, to me, from what I see, that suffer from um, worrying, anxiety, and stress, and are mostly Christians. You haven't noticed that? Yeah. Interesting. The people who are most worried, most of them are Christians. That is so true. Yeah. Stressed out, stuff from anxiety. I'm not, you, that's, are y'all serious? Yeah. Well, I can't have, we can't have an impact in the world, man, because we, we just as... Anxiety is another word for worry, is it not? Is it is anxiety not another word for worry? And Jesus said, do not worry. Yes, let your heart be not troubled. I'm seeing mostly twos, but I'm seeing a lot of ones. I think I'll go with the twos and not and spare you the sound of hawking a loogie. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, man, my I thought on um, Brian Anthony Logan's show, man. I like, oh, Oh, okay, yeah, that's a nice guy. um, he, I yeah, sometimes, I, like I see him, Anthony, ABL, Anthony Brian Logan. Yeah, yeah he, mm-hmm. I sometimes see him in the Fallen State chat on the Fallen State with Jesse Lee Peterson. Nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. I like, like I said, um, I think I had a disagreement with him on, with the Albury case. I did too. And you know, yeah, I disagreed and, uh, with him too. But he may be, he may be right, but I just, it just seems wrong. It's, he seemed to, uh, he see, I don't know what if he realizes, I think he does, that there is a witch hunt on white people and on this fake racism thing. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, that's something that I wish you would acknowledge a little bit more strongly regarding the Arbery case. But maybe he has. I haven't, I don't hear everything that he says, so, yeah. The argument that when it was coming to that Arbery case, they were like saying, he didn't have no right, and uh, they didn't have no right to jump. Not one time did them guys point their guns at him. They didn't point. He took it upon himself, and if anybody was with him, whatever somebody got a gun on you, he already got the upper hand. All you can do is try and talk your way out of it. Right. And then if that don't work, then you try and go for the gun. Yep. Even with gangsters. Now, if a gangster come, if somebody want to rob you, hey, hey, look, I'll give you whatever you want. You yeah. Gotta talk, them out, talk them out first. He just, he just ran straight. Because I think, truthfully, down he was doing something wrong. Yeah, you know what? They, I'm not positive. Like he may have, he may have. I don't know if he pointed the gun at him or not. But you may be right because when when Arbery was approaching, I know that he had the gun out, but I don't know that he pointed it at him ever. Never pointed the guns at him. I don't know what the truth is regarding that. I know that he was a milit, the son. Um, Travis McMichael. Gregory was the father, I believe, who was a retired detective. Travis had worked in the military. I think it was like a military police trainer or something like that. And these were both, seemed to be 
fairly honorable men, I think. Maybe they got overzealous. Apparently they got overzealous. They got carried away. But still, I think they were within the realm. In my opinion, I think that they were still within the realm of the law. Arbery was the, clearly the aggressor in that situation. Absolutely. In that he and, and attacked he this guy. He escalated, and he did not need to escalate. Had he not attacked him, he would be. A, I think that he would he be alive, alive today. I, I, you know what, Jay? I can almost say he would have been alive. Seems like because it, it didn't seem like he would have shot him. All he, all they wanted to do was do a citizen's arrest, which means they stop him and hold him there until the police comes and sorts out the situation. Then the police can decide whether to. Um, whether to arrest Arbery or to let him go or to arrest the McMichaels if the McMichaels were in the wrong. But I don't, right. I don't know. What a, what a mess, huh? And, and some black law saw YouTube like saying, he has a right to defend himself. But they was never, they got there, they, 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 took, they had their guns out, but they never pointed their guns toward him, though. Yeah. He ran around the truck and grabbed his son's gun and whenever you grab somebody's gun, that's automatic, man. You about to die because I'm not gonna let you get my gun. I already know if you yeah. get my gun, you gonna give me a lint sandwich. Situation, and he made it. He made it dangerous. He made it all the more dangerous. Right. And those guys have a right to carry a gun. Ha- carry guns. Yep. This is America. Hey, Matt, the American says get- those guys should have stayed home. Looking back you on it, you're right, and maybe. Had had you been in that situation, you you would have stayed home too. But oh. it's it's kind of a shame though because this guy had been seemingly a nuisance or a problem or a suspicious person in the neighborhood in the past. I think it wasn't just today. It wasn't just that day, you know. Yeah, but that's, I I truly totally believe he was over there doing some stuff he wasn't supposed to do, and they I don't know. got fed up with him, and they they um. I probably wouldn't have followed them like that. I, I probably, especially I in that. especially in this world where the law-abiding people who are trying to uh, help keep their community orderly, they're the ones who are under attack, and the whites are under attack, and the men are under attack, and the the yep. rights of the gun owners are under attack. So you know that you're not going to get a fair, you're not going to get true justice in this so-called justice system. So. It's really advisable. Matt the American is right to stay out of this situation. Uh, yeah, he's right. Um, I mean, look at the situation that they're in. They're facing life in prison without the possibility of parole. I think that's the, what they were sentenced for. Like until like twenty or thirty years, they can't even get paroled. Crazy, I think, huh? I think that's, I think, I think that's over Way over So I so I urge right. people to pray for them. And be alert so that you don't fall into that type of a situation, too. Right. Because it's, we don't have real justice, and a lot of people are rotting in jail, and it's not justice. Uh, Matt the American says, I myself would have stayed home with all the crap going on, me being white, going after a black guy. Nah, unless it was my house, he wouldn't have got out of my house. <laughs> yeah. That's right, exactly. That's what I would have went after. But if we just, I'm just still some of them on a new construction home. Yeah, now, I'm sure they got insurance. I wouldn't have wasted half of but to me, most blacks are cursed, man. It seems like stuff they can easily talk out and escalate and make it a bigger scene than what it should be. And then, um, and the only thing they talk about all the time is pointing out, pointing out the evil of white. Yeah. And, you know, and, 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 and I was, um, I saw one guy, I followed him on uh, Facebook.
he posted at Franklin D. Roosevelt, didn't invite Jesse Owens to the White House, but uh-huh. he did the other uh, track stars. So <laughs> I like to um, and what I said up in there too, he said they will not tell this in the schools in the in the in um, American schools. I said, yeah, just like you liberals won't tell about the real thing about slavery either. Right. <laughs> That's what I told them. Yeah. I said y'all won't, y'all won't ever tell the real truth. Oh, y'all already started is when the Europeans brought them over. That's we all stuff, but y'all never tell the public how the Europeans got them. Yeah. <laughs> Very they true. Never tell that. <laughs> you know. They just want to blame the white man. Yeah. What a shame. Exactly. And and and, and the Arabs and the Islam as well. And uh, right. And and a lot of people don't realize blacks were the, we were the first taskmasters and enslaved people because we enslaved the um, Israelites. <laughs> and, and no one wants to talk about that. That's biblical history. Were were those blacks who enslaved yeah. the Israelites? What's that now? Were, are you saying that the Egyptians who enslaved the Israelites, are you saying that those Egyptians were blacks? Yep. I don't know they if that's black. true. I don't know if they were black or not. I believe they were, um, they came, they, they were the descendants of Ham, and you know, you know, Noah's three sons populated the world. Noah's three sons. Yeah, Shem, Jephthah. Ham, and Japheth, something like Correct. that. Correct. Yeah. Yep. And Shem had, yep. Shem's sons are the Semites, I heard. Yep, they're the Semites and normally the Israel, uh, what's that, the Middle East and the Arabs. Arabs, yep. Jephthah is the whites, the Europeans, and Ham is the um, black race. So Japheth is white and Ham is black? Yep. Well, that's the Jeff, Jeff, that, that's, is that, that's what a is white that true? Is that from. what the Bible actually says, or is this just people's theory about the situation? Well, well, what the Bible says is that they was the world was populated from those families. Some people say that's that Egyptians were not black. You know, I believe because the um, what's that? Um, Egypt was near um, Cain, the Canaanites, all the all the Ittites and stuff. Yeah, I believe those people were black. Well, I know that the okay. North Africans are gonna they like mix with the different other people, so they end up being lighter skinned. Who knows? Um and see that's what Tex- it's a Bible. I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Jane. Tex Mex says I saw the mummy, meaning the movie. Though they didn't look black to me. <laughs> I think that's a reference <laughs> to a, a Hollywood movie. But anyway. Oh that was funny. Yeah, but see the thing the thing is, you know, it's it's a museum and um Kentucky. It's called the Ark. It looks just like the Ark in the Bible. And it's a museum, and it talks about where the races come from. Yeah. All racism. Chinese, black, white. We all brothers in Christ, man, and um, we just, and we all came from Noah's son. <laughs> yeah. You know, and um, you get them, Hebrew, them overdressed Hebrew idiot lights going around there spreading hate, and then don't realize them they was a first slave taskmaster. <laughs> Who knows? But I mean, to this day, I think the blacks are enslaving other blacks. And slavery. To this day. Well, absolutely. And yeah, honestly, right. slavery is not the worst evil in the world. There's a lot of no, evil going not. on in the world, and slavery is slavery is not a sin. <laughs> you know what, Jay? But you know what makes me so upset? The way blacks go around, they act like they were the only group of people that were slaves. That would make me so upset. Yeah. Like, we're the that victim mindset is poison. It's totally right. true. Yep. You know, Arabs enslaved the Europeans, but they won't talk about that because that's no money in that. Yeah. Well, thank you, know, you Rick. I appreciate you, no, man. No, I'm sorry. I ain't going to take over your time. Your show, no problem. Man. I love you guys, man. 
and uh, and, he, and he's bucked in some bojangles and passes, man. We we have to really be on guard, man, because um, he was not like another thing. He was wearing, I think, he was wearing some real expensive clothes, man. Oh yeah, probably I, so. I, 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 I don't understand. <laughs> I why, gotta why, go, why, Rick. We'll oh, talk no, no, again. Sorry, all right, look, all right, love y'all. Be good. Be good. All right, bye. Uh, before I get back to calls, oh, one of my callers, I said, oh, a first-time caller wanted to talk about blank, but I'm blanking on what he wanted to talk about, and he, hang, he hanged up. But there are other callers to get to. Hang tight. I'm coming to William in California next to talk about the First Amendment. You can call in, 888-775-3773. But first, I got to show you this ridiculous joke of uh, an American representative. Clip 12. I saw this on For America. It's a tweet from back in 2020, June of 2020. Not long after the Georgia-Florida thing, but in the midst of the anti-American insurrection and terror attacks, the Black Lives Matter riots, Black Lives Matter Antifa, this male supports it. And this male was not president at this point, but he was running for president, and now he's pretending like he's president. Sleepy Joe, in June of 2020, says George Floyd's death is more world-changing than MLK's. It might be true. <laughs> Listen to this. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact What's hanging off that his ear? George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what you heard. That mm-hmm was uh, Hyena Harris, as your girlfriend calls her. Cackling Kamala Harris. Mm hmm. <laughs> the worldwide impact. Georgia, Florida, because the communists are worldwide now. They're international, baby. Evil, huh? Sick stuff. In Georgia, Florida, if you're not from, he mentioned George Floyd. By, he, by that, he means with his mask hanging off of his ear. You know how people wear their masks and those masks over their faces to hide from the China virus or to protect other people from your China virus that you're breathing out. Uh, he was hanging it off of his ear, looking like a goofy Snuffleupagus elephant ears person, sucker, halfway. But he mentioned Georgia, Florida is the real name of George Floyd. Georgia, Florida was that, as JLP calls him, unemployed drug addict who tried to pass a fake, he was so out of his mind on drugs, apparently, that he tried to pass a fake 20 twice. And that was so egregious that the uh, store owner actually called the cops on him, I, I think. The sto- and it takes quite a bit for the store owner to talk, call the cops on you. I've seen people act out, and the store owner doesn't call the cops on you. But this man got the cops called on him. And I heard that this Georgia, Florida guy said, said, uh, or had his drug dealer in the passenger seat riding shotgun with him. He was sitting in his vehicle, and the cops encounter him. Tap, tap. Oh, don't shoot me, officer. Oh, don't kill me, officer. I'm going out crazy. This is a 40-something-year-old man. What was he, Georgia, Florida? 46? Making a fool out of himself. Acting like he's in his early 20s or teens. Oh, don't kill me, officer. I didn't do nothing. And they... Arrest him on the, against the wall. He gets up. He's like resisting arrest a little bit. And then they finally get him into the back of the police SUV. Um, 
claustrophobic. Claustrophobic means you're, fear, you have a, you're afraid of enclosed spaces, <clears throat> which can't exactly be true because he was sitting right in front of, uh, in the front seat of his own vehicle. I guess the back seat is a little bit more enclosed, a little bit, marginally so, especially a police vehicle. I suppose so. But I'm, a, I'm claustrophobic. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Put me down on the floor. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> on the ground, I mean. So they put him on the ground, and that's when uh, the great... No, I don't know. But Officer Derek Chauvin put his knee on the shoulder blade and neck, holding him down, and other officers were holding him down. He's a big man, strong physically, but spiritually weak. And he's crying out to his mama or his girlfriend, whom he called mama, his white girlfriend, both of whom, both he and she, were hooked on the opioids, the attack on whites. I thought only whites got the opioids. Well, they are disproportionately getting hooked on these opioids that's killing a lot of people, you know, the fentanyl and stuff. Some of these people call him fentanyl Floyd or whatever. But he was, I mean, he had a criminal past. He was trying to get his life together. He was trying to be a Christian, I guess, but he was still a liberal. He had said, oh, we need to deal with this black-on-black crime, man. We need to stop killing each other. He did this viral video. But he was lost still and a mess. And he got himself killed. And they had convicted, they claimed that he was murdered. And so now the world is going, the communists who are anti-Christian are going, are pushing anti-Christianity and anti-whiteness when Georgia, Florida was saying love and Christianness in the world, even though he was kind of out of, out of control personally. Maybe he was a thug, really, I don't know. What a mess, huh? More world-changing than MLK, whom some of you say... Uh, horrible things about some, some of which is with reason. And some of it is, I don't know, it's too dirty to really repeat, in my opinion. At least on my show. But, uh, what a mess, huh? Sleepy Joe, supporting evil. Sick stuff. They're pandering to the blacks, and then they're smearing the whites. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. First, though, let me get quickly to William in California. William, thank you for calling, man. Hey. What's up? Hey, hey, man, check it out. Good morning. How you doing? Fine. Uh, shout out to Lord Grimm, Raymond Levin, Rick in Maine, Rick in Virginia, the real ones. Yeah, cool. Uh, let's shoot this thing down with, about George Floyd once and for all. It was proven he swallowed his dope. It was a mixture Are you of serious? and meth. That was proven? The autopsy proved it, and they don't want that to be getting out. That's why he panicked, and he didn't want to be in that car. He swallowed his supply. Hmm. It's an old trick to not get caught with dope. I hadn't heard that, but I don't okay. know. All right. Okay. No, he's high out of his kite. If he didn't swallow it, he's high out of his kite. Now, second, uh, people were talking about the First Amendment. You know what? People actually do have the freedom of speech, and we were talking about it this morning. But uh, Rick in Virginia, he's right, you know. And also, uh, somebody else says something about, uh, you come in my house, you're not leaving. I'm the same way. You're not getting your grubby liberal hands on my guns. I might live in California, but you're not coming to my house. Yeah. Okay. And what, what people don't understand is you have to understand your First Amendment. You have to understand those amendments, because this country is the greatest country, and it has substance. The reason why Germany tur- turned the way it did 
Hitler first removed all the guns out of everybody's house. I heard so they, they that's what I heard when I was a kid. The gov- they could not stand up to the government. Now, and that's the commies to the do too. The reason why I have the freedom to tell you you're not coming to get your hands on my guns is what makes this country great. I don't have a First Amendment without the Second Amendment to protect it. Yeah, I, I get, I get, you get that. What I'm saying, I you, do you get, get that, but it's can't, for it sure. doesn't mean that I can take my gun and walk down the street and shoot everybody walking. What it says is, I, my guns are not to hurt anybody, James. Right. My guns are to protect me. I say though my family, that uh, my rights. I say though that the First Amendment protects the other ones because we can put a stop to this backwards. with spiritual you battle. You ain't gonna have your freedom of speech. You ain't gonna have your freedom of speech if you can't protect it. I know, but people who are, who are there's people who are weak spiritually, and they're just leaning yeah. back on their guns and leaning back on your guns. Is not going to protect you, the Constitution. Yeah, you're talking about some people that don't know what they're doing. That's most people in America it. today. They're like, at least uh, I got my Constitution, okay. but we don't have our Constitution. We don't even. We well, don't. Well, it's have, being con- it's it's not being stripped for good because the guy in England hit it on the nose. You guys buckle up in America because you're the only the only place that ever done it. We're the only country that ended that slavery thing. We're the only country that done a lot of things, James. And we're not going to let this place go to black Hebrew Israelites running around with Battlestar Galactica outfits. We ain't going to do it. But Those aren't the ones the who are really threatening America. They have, they, they're just but, a nuisance. But they're not threatening anybody because they ain't nobody. I know, but, but there are the people deal. who are... They do have, have freedom. They have pe- the freedom to... Go ahead. There are people who have this fake worldly power... And they are fake yeah. people, but they are there. We, we don't have true freedom of speech in America. I mean, yes, you, you can say stuff, but you have to be wise and you have to be, uh, uh well, you have to you know watch, what? I'm is, not one of them CNN guys. I don't do it. Okay. All right. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play. Into <laughs> I'll tell you though, I'll tell freedom. you though, you don't have freedom if you're not moral and we need people to be moral well, again because people right saying, oh, come and take it. Uh, uh-uh, they're going to come and take it. No, they're not coming to get my guns. It says you, but we'll see what happens. Because you're just one man. We need more men. But James, James, you can't have... When when slaves were freed, Uh they didn't have but one thing or two things. They had that shotgun to protect that family, and they had that... Even the Empire of Japan, they knew they could not invade this country because, like they said, it's too far... And when we do hit the shores of California, there's a gun in every house. It's just, and you're not even dealing with the military yet. It's not easy. And, it's, yep. it, and it, you, you're trying to take it away. Yeah, I get what you're saying. They're and trying. It's, it's not just trying. They're, <clears throat> they've subverted the, the morals of the people. The people are so dumb, they're giving up their freedoms. I'm with one of your super chatters. You come in my house, you ain't leaving. I'll yeah. be out there in Kentucky. I'll be out there in Kentucky. They got one of the best gun festivals in the country are you not out a, there. Are, are you not aware that there are, pe- there are people who are voting away these freedoms? James, everything Just that answer goes yes or no. Are you not aware that there are people not, voting away the freedoms? James, everything that they do in California is did not you say yes? happening all over the country. Did you say yes? I did. Yeah. Yeah, I'm aware of it. You know, but yep. everything that, because see, where me and you live in California. And it's more than just voting wanna, away. You want to base everything on, you want to base everything on what California does? It's yeah, more than just that. California, man. 
People are oh, saying, got oh, it's places just... in California, but it's more severe here. You know that and I know that. Yeah. It's more severe here. But the thing is... As California thing, goes, so goes thing, the world. We can't, just let, do... we can't just leave California to rot. No, you can't. You're going to run back, get back into some mess because Orlando, Florida, they were talking about that. That's I'm not totally talking about that. I'm just talking about running away or pretending no, like it's away. only California. It is... It is the cultural rot well, is... people in California, and it's not me and you... You notice every four years you get a different administration. When California's doing good, you can rest assured the country's doing bad. When the, most of the country's doing good, California's doing bad. What's more important? See, because of the beliefs. What's more important, the, the moral integrity of the people or the Second Amendment? I'll take the Second Amendment because it protects everything. It doesn't, though, because the people don't have the moral integrity to use it properly or I'll to— I'll take the Second Amendment over— uh, I'll take the over Second morals? Amendment over that. Over morals? Yeah, I'll take the Second Amendment. Over morals? Because you don't have anything. This, that's what <laughs> makes this country unique, James. No, man. What a mess. Yeah, yeah man. I'm you're, telling you're, you're, you're literally telling anything. me that, you're, you, you, that cannot, you will take— You cannot— you can, Guns you are more important to you than you morals. You cannot protect yourself in another country. Guns All are more important about, to you than morals. I want to go here, I want to go there. You want to go here, you want to go to this country, you want to move? Move. Move. So, so guns are more important to you. Freedoms. Guns protect you more than morals do. James, you really can't compare the two, but you're not going to take my gun, because if you take my <laughs> gun, you just strip me of everything. If you don't have your morals, you don't have anything. I know you're not challenging my morals, are you? You just said the Second Amendment is more important than the morals. Now, see, now you're speculating, so you're taking it I asked far. you. I asked you the question. More, which was more important to you, morals or the Second Amendment? And you said the Second Amendment. Of course morals are important, but James, you ain't taking my guns. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what I'm saying? Take care, man. All right, you as well. Thank you, William. All right. Appreciate it. Let me get to another caller on this come and take it tough talk. Dean in North Carolina, how you doing? What it is, what it is, what it is, right? Are you on a speakerphone, man? I can't understand a yeah, word you just tight, said. Hold tight, hold tight. More move tight? Is, is this on, a bro. rapper? Oh, no, no. I said what it is, what it ain't, what it do, y'all. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, I think no, we're on the phone up. with one of those Uyghurs. <laughs> no, Uyghur. A Uyghur. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, definitely not. But um, yeah, that whole come and get my gun thing or whatever. How are you gonna fight a, a, a jet in the snake? You have to have wisdom. Team? If you don't have the wisdom to wield the gun or not, or to and to wield yeah. the First Amendment, then you're gonna lose it. No, I'm with you on that, bro. What yeah. you said perfectly. You gotta have morals, or you won't even know how to wield it. Because a lot of these people are saying, "Oh, I'm just gonna sit back, right, and wait and let the country fall apart because I got my Second Amendment." It's not going to collect all their ammunition and yeah. think they can carry hundreds and thousands of pounds of bullets. Like, what are you thinking? Oh, yeah. I know. What a mess. <laughs> you you, de- you good, definitely right? don't give up the Second Amendment, but you don't give up the morals. And people are just willy-nilly giving up the morals. And pr- pretty quickly, they will give up the Second Amendment, too. I also want to uh, tell you good job on the uh, debate. Oh, cool! Did you catch the uh, modern day debate appearances from? Yeah, Sunday? I, caught, I caught the one where you where you were sitting next to the uh, transgender that dude that dresses like yeah yeah yeah. yeah I sat next to I sat right next to uh, Amy Newman, and then T Jump, 
Tom Jump, yep, yep. and then Destiny, Stephen Bennell. That was a fun bro, just discussion. Just keep it in the framework of, you know, of Christ, bro, and they can't touch it. They, no matter what they say, they're just punching <laughs> themselves in the face. Yeah, I was I was up there with three atheists, three atheists, yep. and all, and it was the, awesome, bro. And the people in the room, the woman, one of them was a woman. What is it going to take to convince you that transgender <laughs> is okay? You're not. <laughs> I'm like, I can plainly see. Common sense says this is not right. There's something wrong. Something not right about this. Yeah, it was. It was awesome, bro. You just just stay biblical, bro. Stay stay in the foundation of Christ, and we can't be beat. Yeah, yeah. So. I appreciate it, Dean. It's good to hear from you, man. Yeah. You too, bro. All right. Catch you again. Bye. Yeah. Don't be a Uyghur. <laughs> Uyghurs, the Uyghurs. Oh, speaking of that, let me get to this. Um, actually, before I get to that, let me talk just briefly about more on the attack on Americans. I got this from Jack Posobiec on Twitter, and he shares this. A little clip of Darren Beattie talking, B-E-A-T-T-I-E, Darren Beattie. I think that man is behind Revolver.News, and he's been on it with regard to the uh, loss of life, life years, with the shutdowns, how the shutdowns have been more costly than the virus itself. He was on that. He was on it with regard to many different things, the January 6th shenanigans from the government and the establishment attacking real Americans. And here he is talking about they are debanking. I can only assume by debanking that he is talking about what they did to, like, the Proud Boys, Sky, taking away people's banks. And they've done it to many whites and many Christians and people who, taking away your ability to, to uh, do business. They're doing that to Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy. Some of you guys may feel that he is, you don't follow him that much, or you may follow him, or you may see he says stuff that's seemingly a little strange. The media tries to caricature him as some nutcase. I don't know if that's true, but I don't keep up with what he's about. He's a reformed uh, man. He used to be into drugs, and then he turned his life around. He's a Christian, and he built the MyPillow.com, uh, right? Is it MyPillow.com? MyPillow business. Advertising on Fox News, supporting Donald Trump later, all that. They're debanking Mike Lindell, according to Beattie, the same way the U.S. government uses debanking against foreign adversaries. So they're enemies of Americans who love America. And the US, that's the U.S. establishment. Listen to Beattie. Anyone in Lindell's position who you know, speaks out against the regime in various ways, debanking is what the United States government does to adversary governments. It is the domestic recapitulation of economic sanctions. And so it needs to be understood, I think, broadly in this context of the government and its associated institutions wielding its power domestically against American citizens for political purposes. And you know what? It's not just the government that's doing that. Um, this is some headlines regarding what he's talking about, just to give you a little bit more context. Mike Lindell, 60-year-old man, he's the MyPillow guy, he claims, and he's supported Trump, and he's been a, just a pretty solid guy, and he's, he was accused of being involved in this Stop the Steal stuff, which, I'm sorry, that's some, um, an American right to be involved in these protests. You have, you're leery about the election? Protest. Well, he claims two banks, according to Insider, Business Insider, 
are cutting ties with him over a subpoena. And this subpoena, I suspect, although I have not looked into this story, is related to this January 6th unselect committee of mostly Democrats and two failed Republicans, rhinos who are anti-Trump people. This is coming to the earth, Liz Cheney and uh, Kinzinger, Adam Kinzinger, who was a who was a an imposter inside of the Tea Party. He infiltrated the Tea Party movement. Maybe he was a real Tea Party guy at some point, but he turned against Trump, and he's just a nutcase. I think he married some like Hispanic woman. He's kissing up to condemning white supremacy in the Republican Party. Give me a break. Talk about a talk about a um. What is that called? A boogeyman. White supremacy, the boogeyman. So dumb. I was interviewing, I was debating Dylan Burns about how Congressman Steve King was thrown out of office by the Republican rhinos establishment who are witch hunting this boogeyman of white supremacy. And Dylan Burns, the 20-year-old liberal, fell for it. Supposed to be a Christian? Not good. Mike Lindell, uh claims that banks, two banks, want to cut ties with him over a quote-unquote reputation risk is a Newsweek headline. Crazy, huh? And he says it's cancel culture. His phone records were subpoenaed by the January 6th committee. And so these liberal or communist, anti-American, American huge companies like who knows which banks, but Chase Bank has been bad, uh, B of A has been bad. They participated in this mess. He said Minnesota Bank and Trust, Bank and Trust, and Heartland Financial USA told him they no longer wanted, excuse me, to do business with him. Wow, that's according to Insider, which I think is Business Insider. Yeah, what a mess. Evil stuff, huh? And Darren Beatty's right. There, there are enemies of America within America, who are running these companies, running the government, and, uh, and it's clearly an attack on the whites and the sensible people, the people who love the country the most, are being the, the most marginalized. Terrible. And by the way, just a couple of more headlines um, re- related to this mess. January 6th thing, for example, Ashley Babbitt, the young lady... 30-something years old, or 20, late 20s, maybe, who is an Air Force veteran, a woman, but she was a, pro, a Trump supporter. She went to the January 6th mostly peaceful Capitol protest. There's this video, a purported video that purportedly shows, according to the Epic Times, Babbitt tried to stop the attack on the Capitol speaker's lobby. Video shows a female Trump supporter her desperate pleas to prevent rioters from breaking windows. Stop. No, don't. Wait. And some are saying that that's Ashley Babbitt, who was fatally shot by a Capitol Police officer, an affirmative action black one, who should have been fired when he left his Glock in the bathroom in 2019 in the Capitol building. But he instead, he shot her out of a hiding place. He was hiding around, around the corner, seemingly. <laughs> looked like to me. I could be mistaken in how I viewed the video, but it looked like he was hiding. And it would probably was so loud in there. If he did try to warn her, she had, she did not hear that. I think that's my, what I surmise. She's been painted as violent, a rioter, an insurrectionist. 
I don't see, I don't know any violence that she did. It was ill-advised of her to jump through that broken window, but who knows what she was doing. John Sullivan, Jaden X, that black, light-skinned, black Lives Matter grifter guy, took that video of her getting shot, right? Shot in the neck or wherever she got shot. Uh, court, uh, video footage shows that she tried to stop the violence against the speaker's lobby at least four times before she climbed into a broken window and was fatally shot by Michael Byrd, the U.S. Capitol Police lieutenant. Interesting, huh? She was distressed at the violence, and she jumped up and down in, frust- in frustration at one point. Oh, <laughs> uh, ladies, you can't, you're, you're, it's, you're not cut out to handle this stuff. But she was, was not a violent person according to an independent journalist, Taylor Hansen. That's the reality of it. She was a good person. They've demonized her to become this domestic terrorist that she never was. Served her country 14 years in the military, which I'm not for women in the military, but she did that. And she loved, she clearly loved America. She loved Trump. Generally, right? Generally, if you love Trump, you love America. Definitely, if you hate Trump, you hate America. Because Trump loves America. Um... Unless you're one of those people who've just, like, kind of misguided. Too quick to judge him because he's supporting the vaccine or whatever. That's just insane to me that they can... Or you're mad that he didn't fully support you after the uh, Charlottesville thing. I thought he did pretty well with the Charlottesville thing, guys. Uh, that's pretty, just insane to me that they can actually get away with pushing this narrative. That's what Taylor Hansen said, the uh, independent journalist, who was just feet away from Babbitt when she was shot, by the way. They've done that by suppressing first-hand witnesses like me, he said. See, they don't care about the, the truth. She was literally trapped right there in that building. You know how crowded it was? You use five foot three, according to her, according to Bernie Mac. <laughs> the real Bernie Mac? He's, he's, he's alive? Terrible, huh? What a mess. She was a military police officer. And it's an attack on the real American military police officer and military members. They're getting kicked out for being unvaxxed. They're getting thrown in jail for uh, shooting Ahmad Arbery, blah, 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 in self-defense. Why didn't Trump pardon James Fields? (laughs) I didn't hear any calls for Trump to pardon James Fields. So if, I mean, you guys' voice is suppressed, you know? What a mess. Um, James Fields being the young man who was autistic, he was, he had a strained relationship with his mother, and he came down because he cared about the country, I think, cared about the tearing down of the Confederate heroes' monuments, and he was in his vehicle, and Antifa was hitting his vehicle, and he turned down the crowd and drove into the crowd. Pray for James Fields. But I don't think you can really blame Trump for not pardoning him. (laughs) It seems a bit... A bit unfair, in my opinion. Um, by the way, the unbuilt border wall worth millions of dollars, the materials, could now be sold for a penny on the dollar, a hundredth of what it's worth, as scrap metal, according to the Epic Times. Another quick headline for you. Ridiculous, huh? Shameful. Out of Cochise County, Arizona. Millions of dollars of unfinished border wall materials. Ooh, turn the AC back on, please. It's hot in here. 
Millions of dollars of unfinished border wall materials have lain in the deserts of Arizona, writes Charlotte Cuthbertson over at Epic Times. She's been on this border situation. Since January of 2021, after sleepy Joe Biden halted all construction on the wall on the day he took office. See, you people who said Trump didn't build the wall, he was building it. It was being built. And much of it was built. What a mess. It shall be the policy of my administration that no more American taxpayer dollars be diverted to construct a border wall. His executive order read on January 20th. That's the day that he was inaugurated. I'm also directing a careful review of all resources appropriated or redirected to construct a southern border wall. In other words, he doesn't want Americans to protect themselves or America to protect itself. What an evil person. Buy a coat, James. No, I want AC. <laughs> I want, you know what I mean? Anyway. Terrible stuff. Um, the China virus mess. There's a lot of mess going on. Michigan, did you hear about this? Michigan undercounted their nursing home deaths from the China virus by 30%, according to an auditor. Huh. Huh. Wonder, makes me wonder if they overcounted the young folks. I just wonder. That's Gretchen Whitmer's mess. Mark Milley, he caught the China virus, but he has mild symptoms, supposedly. Mark Milley is the Joint Chiefs of Staff who's for learning about Marxism, and he's all, I want to understand white rage. He actually said something like that. That might even be a quote. I want to understand white rage. This fat Mark Milley, Joint Chiefs of Staff general. I remember at one point I thought, oh, Trump is hiring manly men. I don't think he, did he, did he hire Mark Milley? I hope not. But these people are turncoats. They're females at heart. Don't be fooled by the manly-looking people. <laughs> Sometimes they're not. Some good news, maybe. Shorter isolation period takes effect in England as minister, hence uh, the health minister, at lifting restrictions. People who test positive for the China virus in England may now end isolation after five full days if t- testing negative twice on a day five and six. Days five and six. We'll see what happens. (sighs) Terrible stuff. Did you hear that Djokovic? This, I'm just kind of going through these different things. Djokovic, Novak Djokovic, is a guy who is the tennis hero of the world. Better than LeBron James, who pretends he's the best. King James, weak. Djokovic, he's banned from Australia for three years. But according to the prime minister, that could end early. The number one tennis player maybe in history, Serbian man. Ridiculous, huh? And he lost his chance to get like $3.3 million out of the Australian Open, this huge tennis tournament, because he's unvaccinated. I've been talking about him a lot. He's unvaccinated, and he supposedly lied or didn't fill out his form correctly when he came into Australia. He's Serbian, so does he speak English as a first language or as a second language, I wonder? This Novak Djokovic. Novak's Novak. And Australia is 
a bunch of people who are traitors to what's right, you know what I mean? They're for shutting down the people, tracking them down. Even, even up in Canada, they're not free either. What's up with all these white countries turning on their people? Um, according to Rebel News, the Canadian health officials were forced to admit they secretly accessed cell phone location data of 87% of Canadians to monitor their movement during the pandemic without consent. Australia, too, was doing the same thing to their people, and their people are so dumb, they're th- rather than seeing the enemy, at, who are their government, as the enemy, they see Novak Djokovic as the enemy. Divide and conquer. The suckers are turning on the non-suckers. The suckers being the people who hate the unvaccinated. That's, you're a sucker if you're hating. You know what I mean? Australia is run by mama, says Free Ross. I agree. There's one other guy, man, in the American government whom I say is, um, seems like an okay guy. I don't know much about him. I've seen him here and there. He played um, video footage of that Ray Epps guy in questioning that, that Gollum voice just evil uh, attorney general. Um, who's the attorney general right now? Merrick Garland. <laughs> Terrible. I don't want to do it too much because I don't want to disgust you guys with, my, with like a m- imitation of this guy. He just sounds awful. Like a demon. Maybe he smokes too much, but it's like vulgar hearing his voice. I feel like it's like violating my ears. Gross. But um, Thomas Massey seems like a pro-America guy. Seems like an okay guy. I don't know. But he said, he says this. He tweeted this out recently. It's an idiom, which is a saying, right? Not to be taken literally... But if there ever was a, quote, hill to die on, and I've heard this phrase before, a hill to die on, it is refusing to provide proof of multiple drug injections in order not to be relegated to second-class citizen status is the hill to die on, he, sa- he states. You need not be unvaccinated to realize this, he states. So let's say even if you are, quote-unquote, vaccinated, I've heard men who've, who are quote-unquote vaccinated who said they're not going to sh- show proof of, of that to uh, these, some of these things because on principle you shouldn't have to show proof of this mess. You know what I mean? I've seen enough spit for the day, says Sirik. Yeah, I agree. So right on, Kentucky representative to the United States Thomas Massey out of Congress. Right on. Because it's, they're hurting, they're hurting the people, and they don't care how many people they hurt. They hurt the people, and then the people don't put on them arbitrarily by mama-type people who are overprotective. No, they blame the people who are quote-unquote unvaccinated. Look at, listen to this. A New York Slimes article was shared by, uh, well, the screenshotted headline was shared by Eli Klein. Actually, I don't have it to show you, but I'll read it to you. This is a headline from the failing New York Slimes. I think on the front page. In COVID ward, two nurses. Not enough caregivers at this Brooklyn 
hospital. Isn't that true? Isn't that true? That's because they, that was their own doing. Because they want to get rid of all the Trump supporters and all the sensible people. I say Trump supporters because Trump supporters tend to be oftentimes more independent-minded. They don't go along with whatever the mainstream media says. Because the mainstream media doesn't have the best interests of the people at heart. And they're not honest people. They're dumb liberals. The front page of the New York Slimes writes the Ethan Klein. That's who's just some guy on Twitter. Accidentally insinuates that people aren't receiving proper care at hospitals in New York City, Brooklyn, because unvaccinated healthcare workers were unscientifically fired. Yeah, it's true. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And the, lastly, in the last few minutes here, I got to get to this. Um, the far left female run outlet, The Skim, tells about this Sri Lankan born Canadian and American venture capitalist, Chamath Palihapitiya. <laughs> I don't know. Palihapitiya. He's Sri Lanka guy. He's from Sri Lanka. I think he tried to run for governor. I think I covered this guy before. He's a minority owner of NBA's Golden State Warriors. Because he's from, like, Silicon Valley. He's one of those liberals from, like, Sri Lanka. He's basically kind of like India. I, you know, I gather. He's getting pushback for comments about the Uyghurs in China. You know, because er, the American establishment is falling over themselves, saying, oh, this human rights violations against uh, Uyghurs in China. Uyghur Muslims in China? Uyghurs? Minority Muslim population in China face years of crackdowns by Beijing. Reports of forced labor camps and sterilizations. If that's true, I, don't, I wouldn't support the sterilization aspect. I don't know about the labor camps. If they're violating the law, people should be in prison, and people who are in prison should do slave labor. I'm for that. But some of these may be just normal people who aren't committing terror attacks and stuff. But it's a mess. NBA's received criticisms over the years for not standing up to China. They don't stand up for anything right. The co-owner, he's a co-owner, Chamath Palipitia, he said, quote, Nobody cares about what's happening to the Uyghurs. I think he's so right about that. The genocide, quote-unquote, of the Uyghur minority in China, it may be real, because uh, Chinese are a bunch of atheist communists. He said it's not something he's worried about right now. He said until we actually clean up our own house, the idea of morally virtue signaling about someone else's human rights record is deplorable. I think that he's kind of dumb because he probably supports the dumb Black Lives Matter stuff. But he's kind of right, too, because I don't believe in human rights, but they're killing babies in the womb. We're, we're attacking, we being, the American establishment is attacking whites and just sitting back pretending that black-on-black black crime and black-on-everybody-else crime isn't a problem. And they're lying to the blacks, encouraging the blacks to hate the whites and everybody else, Asians, to hate so yeah but he walked him back though in response to a backlash he said it didn't come ac- it came across as lacking empathy he said human rights matter okay simp what a mess huh what a mess anyway that's that um, I'll have to tell you tomorrow about the uh, Chinese not making babies and the whites not making babies but that's that for that this has been the Hake Report guys I appreciate you uh Joining me, thehakereport.com. And if you want to follow my uh, recent interviews, I have them linked in my The Hake Report website, okay? Thanks, and take care.